All right, so uh, 11-24, Friday, August 7th. <laughs> um, I was just going through some stuff and um, to clean up the mess, you know, like just like the mess of things that we both have acquired that we have to kind of part ways with, right? And uh, I had this envelope, This, I mean, I had a box and an envelope of letters um, from Mario. You know what I mean? Lots of stuff. Things that just said things, you know, things I hadn't read again, things I hadn't had. And, uh, well, you know, considering that Josh knew all about Mario, the the things that he did was pretty fucked up, you know? And uh, he ripped up all the shit, you know? But he left pieces of it so I could see that he ripped it up and that it just wasn't lost. And so along the way, sometimes when I'm picking up shit, I find a... Like part of these cool ass letters, and the reason why they were so important was to me because they were cool. They made sense. Somebody's mind thinks like mine, like when the way that he writes things and stuff. And so that was just cool to me. And I found a little piece of one of them yesterday, and I found the other piece today. And uh, I'm gonna put it back together. It's pretty cool. But uh, just a thought: when the narcissist knows that you're done, when they know that there's no more playing the game with you, it all of a sudden becomes not fun anymore. Like the mouse was a uh, like the cat only caught the mouse because I had a broken leg or something. Sometimes it throws it away. But that's good for you. The one, and let it be that you're the narcissist, okay? Or that I, or the person you're dealing with is a narcissist. Let's say that I refer to this in the first person and say now, at the revealing of a narcissist and seeing narcissistic, narcissistic tendencies in yourself, how do you go forward with that? How do you, as a person, say, you know what? This is the wrong character to act like or this is the wrong... Um, reason to act the way that I'm acting. I'm going to go ahead and check out and just accept my flaws. And maybe I have had narcissistic tendencies. But um, when the shit really go down, who's really ready to ride? Mm -mm. I'm good at heart. And so I should have never felt shameful for saying that it wasn't okay to treat me the way that you did. And I'm not going to. And for the record, I never lied about it. <laughs> for the record... I always kept it real with you. You were just insecure because you knew that somebody was coming out that you might not be able to be met up to his standards or be him. That wasn't your job to do because I had already I had already done that for you, dude. I had already done that for you. I put you up there. I, I chose you, and you fucked up. And when you fuck up with someone like me, and you get five whole years of my time, it's just not it's just not as easy for me to let go without having a whole good understanding of why. And so, yeah. Reason number two, you ripped up all the shit about me that was important. Let me tell you something else. If, um, hmm, if finally you feel calm and finally you understand and it finally makes sense, then why would you ever throw a wrench in that? Well, because, my friends, because we get bored. But the other thing is that when things start working well for some people like us, we're called self-sabotagers and we're, we're anxiety seekers. We're, we're going for the thrill of it, right? And it's always very intense because we've been intense people because our entire lives were very intense. And so when it's not intense, you're just waiting for the storm to erupt. <sighs> and so you just throw little cues out just to make sure that you're not on the path to eruption. But that is the eruption path. The cues you're throwing, the fires you're starting. You know, and so... As you throw your cues of what you know should happen now, well, there you go, missing what happened or what could have been happening. 
And that's all for your choice, you know. I mean, we all take the path that we take. And sometimes, sometimes if you're on the right path, you remember not to test yourself anymore. I want to go a thousand feet above the air and then just take a trip until I figure it out. It's in some kind of song and it makes sense. You know, I don't remember any time when I felt good sober, nor do I remember any time that I really felt elated high. And so what have I been searching for? <laughs> that I had to go look for in a guy. Well, you know what it is. It's very simple. I want to be protected. I want somebody to hold me and make me feel like it's all going to be okay. And I just know it is because we're together, you know. I don't want to have to worry if I'm safe. Just like a child doesn't want to have to worry if they're safe. I don't want to have to worry if I'm going to have somewhere to sleep at night. I don't want to have to worry if you are not coming home where you are. I just want to be safe with my man. I want a king. I want a fucking king. I want to be a queen. I want to have everything taken care of for me and mine. I want to have that lifestyle. Whatever that, whatever that represents, is, that's what I want to feel. I don't want to feel like somebody gave it to me. I want to feel like I'm the right woman who earns it from everybody else. I'm the one that gets to have it like that because I am that one. And that's how my man will treat me. And that's how it will be because that's who I am. And so when you, as a man, forget to represent your woman as your queen and treat her with the respect that she deserves because she is a very, very important piece to your palace. Because how better would it be if you could be having that hot bubble bath in your own kingdom with her and everybody else could be watching you guys have the best bath ever? Hmm? Because that's how it's supposed to be. And, and they should be having amazing baths with you in a sense of like, we should all be feeling it like that and you should all have the right one and you should all be enjoying yourselves. <laughs> and that's that. And if when I'm with you, we're having a hard time being joyful, that's just time for us to separate for a bit. It doesn't mean we can't be joyful again because being joyful was so much fun. But when you become a burden for me on my back or when I feel like I have to change up a little bit when you come around or something isn't good enough, well, then I'm going to have to step back from that and get caught in mouth again and smoke a whole ton of weed because that's what I see the fairy tale I was creating. <laughs> and I'm tired, like I said before, of kissing toads. I was always supposed to be kissing a frog. <laughs> Mad one said, Shit on sweet. Something very, very, very classy and fun and elegant and that will try doing everything. And that's that. And Josh is very much that when he wants to be. But then he forgets he's playing just like I do. And two people who forget that they're playing, they get lost and they can't get out. So, you know, it's just a sensible thing to experience when you're ready to experience it. <laughs> it's so cool to be in the moment. It's so like, I, I have to say that the medication that I'm taking is doing something phenomenal for me. And um, thank you, Dr. Stoker, for um, understanding that. Thank you, everybody else who went through it with me. But I think, for real, I, I'm going to stay medicated this time. This, this go-round of my... Uh, cycle it went amazing I did not check back into treatment I didn't give up everything to the to the uh, somebody who could do it for me I did it this time for myself I did it all every step with the help of everybody around me but with people that were thank you Tony thank you Tony remember I called you and I said to you Tony uh, what's going on man like the relapse cycle has started and we are in it and I taught that class and that was me and I knew that and I got out and it was time no hard feelings no shames no nothing you know what I mean there's just a time and a place it's not always about what you like. Sometimes it's about what's right, man. And that's that. Go ahead and be the hustling pimp, be the, be the too, much, too much money-making mom that has to fly here, be the daddy that has to do that, and the mommy that gotta go do that. And, and then, you know, you need to take a break from your babies. What about if in that break, it was the last break? You never know what you're missing. And, and that's the problem with us today. We're always living for the future. We're not living for the moment.
It's okay though. Because you know what happens? You get to reset every time you acknowledge it. You get another chance to stop acting like that. And it's not about stopping, it's about recognizing how amazing the moment actually is. And then you're okay. Nothing to worry about, nothing to fear. Everything will work out for you. Just the way it's supposed to. Just like it always does. You'll pass familiar parks. You'll go places that you know you're safe. You'll remember the way home. You won't ever come too late. It will always be the right time. Because when you do you, you're doing everybody else a favor too. Because then we have a whole bunch more happy people. I don't care what you want to do. How does that song go? I don't care if you're in the air, underneath me in the way. I just want to be your best friend. Tell me why you wear your seatbelt then. Bum, 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 bum. I want some flowers all around my yard. I want to drive in my circle and be like, mm, my friend trip home from the boulevard. I want it encased, really sweet and elegant. Yeah, I want to come home to you. Yes, I do. I want my kids fed. I want them happy. I want my little baby girl and a nappy too. I want to be everything to you. Mm -hmm. I want some chickens. I really want them. I got a kitten. I know about it all. I want to be oh, at home where I should be. Yeah, yeah. I want my kids. To come home every night from school I'm coming in the back gate saying Mom, how are you? A big kiss, I missed you too So, if you find along your journey that you may be doing things that are just not appropriate or you may be saying things that aren't just helping you out and because you will have discovered this lesson because you will have seen how it was working in your life when you step back and look at everything from a bigger perspective perspective however you guys want to say it and I want to say it I guess but um the thing is that I was never meant to be tied down to anybody I'm meant to experience human beings now however I experience them is very beneficial to me and to them because every time the encounters are monumental somehow the people that are in my life are not people that I'm continuously hanging out with every single day but the ones that mean something to me are people that I always stay in touch with and you know who you are and because I have found something about you that I cherish. That's it. And that's what, um, Josh, you are failing to realize. And you are failing to produce a genuine good reason for me to keep you around my life at all, period. And so, yes, there are plenty of people in my life that are still around because they, like, just like me, are pure at heart. And even though we had our differences or, or things went different ways, we both had a common ground, a common, a common thing that we both understood. Kindness is something, okay? Honesty is something. And if you continuously believe that someone's lying to you, you will never see the truth. Because you're just lying to yourself. And uh, I just want to get... I'm in love with a stripper. Time shit down, okay? I'm done. Feeling anxious. I'm ready just to kick back vibe. 
and remember what it feels like to drive around in my car and feel fucking sexy and happy at the same time. Hmm. Hmm. Can't nobody hold me down. Oh no, I got to keep on moving. The beauty of discovering who you really are then gives you the freedom to decide how you want things to be done. Um, and with that, today I woke up and I woke up telling myself, I'm in charge. I do believe in my own wisdom. And that leads me to experience things, you know? And um, because if I'm confident in myself and I'm confident I can accomplish my tasks, I will complete them and I will do whatever it takes to get there, even if I may mess up a few times. And for me, I can say, honestly, the hardest thing about changing is what if, but what if, what if it is better? What if it is more happy? What if there is less arguments? What if you get to be yourself and nobody gets to judge you for that? Well, you gotta find out who you are first. Get to getting. All right, so it's Saturday. August 8th. Today's the day. Anybody who knows about enlightenment or anybody who's into the body and healing itself and uh, today's a big powerful day full of uh, lots of tunnels that are going to be opened up for us. So I'm just ready to take it with my family and my kids are home early. So it's, I mean, actually it works best because I was expecting for them, but I didn't really do anything the whole time they were gone except for miss them early. So they're back. Jace, want to come say hi? Well, anyways, I'll let Jay say hi if he's not too busy playing with Grandpa. He couldn't wait. Say hi to the world. Okay. Tell him about St. George. No one's going to talk back to you, so you just got to talk. Hello? 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 Are we going? Shout out. Say hey, Dylan. Huh? Dylan? Yeah, well, this is how kids understand about uh, podcasts, but they're back and they're loving their cat. What happened? It never fails, though. They still don't listen. Let's go. So I've taken my anxiety medication already today, but we're still good. Socks, Jace. Here's your gator shoes. Addie has her shoes. You should wear socks with your gator shoes because they'll give you a blister if you don't. Oh, here. I thought we don't. Hmm? So about like 45 minutes ago, I like, uh, I just put my phone down and I was like, hey, why are you causing this? Why? Like, it was anxiety I was preparing myself for the whole time they were gone. Like, I had to get the room clean. I had to get this done, but I didn't do any of it because I was busy talking to Josh. Trying to see if, like, he really was trying to play me, and he was. But I got myself stuck in another little teeny, teeny, teeny game. Not big, but it actually works out for my benefit because now I know the waters I'm playing in. Now I know what I'm doing, and I do think he's a good man. 
I just don't think he's the man for me. On to another tip. I was anxious about my babies because they do have an attitude problem. I have to send a shout out to Sam because thank you. I was in dire need of all the things you brought back with you and I appreciate every second that you have my kids with you and I know they had an amazing time and I'm sure my anxiety rubbed off on you and that sucks for me, sucks for everybody, but um, I know you're a good woman. I look up to you more than I do a lot of women. It's cool that you are like how you are. On to another one. So, I took about 45 minutes and I just put my phone down and I, I didn't try to like talk myself out of an anxiety attack. Like I've been using a crutch of some sort my whole life, right? So it was like, I either smoke a cigarette, I take a pill, I smoke some shit, smoke some weed, drink some alcohol, whatever it is to ease me into feeling normal again. So instead of that, I let the pills kind of just do their thing, even though I never feel them right away. I never feel really anything from them except for about, uh, I think maybe it just helps me stop and think, but I think it's in combination with the Celexa. So the Celexa, I take it in the morning regardless. That's not a medication that I get to do like a PRN. And if I take that every single morning, my heart rate does elevate in the beginning of the day, but it's kind of just like a little, my normal anxiety, myself talking to myself, right? But it, it, it does intensify a tiny bit and then it kind of goes down. I take a medication, like I take a hydroxyzine a little bit later, maybe an hour after I take my meds and I'm, I'm cool. Um, there's another, another medicine he gave me for a high heart rate. I forgot what it's called though. I'll tell you guys in a little bit, but I didn't take that yet. What I did do is I set my phone down, I put on some music that the kids enjoy and I enjoy, and we started to do yoga together for just a second, just to rewind, because we, we still haven't even talked about really anything that went down while they were gone. We haven't had a chance to just set, settle down and unpack bags. And so we just kind of, we did that. And then that, that only really took about 10 minutes, you guys. Sometimes it feels like it's gonna take an eon, and there's so many things I have to do before I do it that I never, I never do it. So right now, I'm supposed to be making lunch. So I'm going to, I'm going to end this and go make lunch. And then I'm going to go back to hanging out with my kids, but I will, I will fill you guys in like later on in the evening. And I'm going to practice this thing called writing stuff down when I hear it. And that way my kids will see me using pen and paper and, and conjunction. That'll maybe be something they want to do. I don't know. We'll see how it works. I'm anxious, but I got this. And it's the eighth, 10, 27 AM. Already had breakfast, already had snack. On to making lunch. I think we're on a good schedule.